Welcome to the American State Bank Sports Complex. Let me show you around. So right now we're in the spacious head house of the complex. On my left here we have the concession stand. And then on my right here we have a seating area, whether that's for students, spectators, or fans to come and enjoy before and in between games. This is the moment you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Dome. In the Dome, we have a space available for two full-size softball fields. However, this space is also utilized by the football, baseball, and soccer teams, as well as for other various athletic events. So the Dome has impacted the softball team in a variety of ways. First, we used to practice during the winter months over in the rec center, but the limited space availability never really allowed us to hit our full potential, whereas in here, we can fit two full-size softball fields. We're also able to start games much earlier in the season. We have a range of equipment available here at the Dome, whether it's the batting cages, the soccer goals, or even a field goal available for the football team. It's a huge opportunity to have the space available to practice in the off-season, especially for our outdoor athletic teams. Another great thing about the American State Bank Sports Complex is that it's not just for door athletes. It's for the entire community, whether that's high school soccer leagues, open turf time, or even a space for intramurals. The American State Bank Sports Complex will change not only how we practice as door athletes, but also how we interact with the community as a whole. Thanks for letting me take you on a little tour. Hope you stop by soon. seconds. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the DeWitt Gymnasium on the campus of Dort University, site of this GPEC women's basketball semifinal featuring the very own Dort University defenders taking on Dakota Wesleyan with the winner advancing to the GPEC championship, which will be held Tuesday, February 28th at the site of the highest seed remaining. This is a 1-4 matchup. Dort, the regular season champion, ranked fourth in the NAI, 27-2 on the season after going 20-2 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Dakota Wesleyan is the number four seed, 22-7, overall 15-7 in the conference, and are receiving votes in the poll, and it should be a great afternoon for college basketball. Matt, the SID, I get to call the action that's before us here on the DeWitt home floor. Thank you for joining us on 93.9 KSOU-FM, also live on the Dort Media Network and the Dort Media Network crew working hard to provide the video production piece of this one. Let's uh, take a look back at the GPAC quarterfinals. This was Tuesday. Remember, they got moved a day ahead. They were supposed to be Wednesday, but because of the blizzard, got moved up. All four games got moved up. Dort defeated Doan here at the DeWitt in the 1-8 matchup, 80-64. Dakota Wesleyan knocked off Northwestern in the 4-5, 69-62. Briar Cliff needed overtime, but down Morningside, 85-82 as the number two seed. Concordia picked up the lone upset as they defeated Jamestown up in North Dakota, 73-67. So 
There lies the semifinal matchups. We have this one, Dakota Wesleyan at Dort, the 1-4. And then the 6-2 matchup, Concordia, is at Briarcliff. Both games set to start at 3 p.m. If that wasn't enough to get you excited, the Dort men's basketball team playing in a semifinal as well. As uh, the defender men, the number three seed, they are down in Sioux City as they're getting ready to play at Morningside in the 2-3 matchup. Mike Biker on the call for that one, and that game can be heard on 106.9 uh, KIHKFM. The other half of the semifinal on the men's side, number five seed Concordia at Jamestown, which Jamestown was the regular season champion and the number one seed. Busy day for Defender Athletics. My goodness, we got about everything going on that you can imagine. And here on my two screens, I have 10 screens open uh, watching different things. Men's volleyball down at Kansas Wesleyan. They picked up a win in straight sets uh, against Central Christian. Last night it was Kansas Wesleyan, so the defenders with a win over Central Christian. Earlier this morning, the defenders softball team, a 5-1 win over Bellevue. They have one game remaining at their indoor classic over at the American State Bank Sports Complex. That's against Dakota State, but the defenders have won five straight. Then we have baseball. They lost to Benedictine, I think, 5-3. Game two set to get underway here shortly. And cheer and dance, the GPAC Invitational taking place down in Doan. And uh, that is taking place this afternoon. That about covers it. Let's get to the task at hand. Let's uh, pregame this women's basketball semifinal between Dort and Dakota Wesleyan should mention that today's pregame show brought to you by Wireless World, your local Verizon authorized retailer with seven locations in northwest Iowa. Visit them at wirelessworld.com. This is the third matchup between these two teams, these two rivals. Dort has defeated Dakota Wesleyan both games prior. The first one here in Sioux Center by the score of 75-65 back on December 10. And then after the Christmas break, Dort needed overtime, but down Dakota Wesleyan up in Mitchell, 81-75. And that is not an easy place to pick up a win, but the defenders did that. And uh, so they have swept the season series against Dakota Wesleyan. These two teams met at this point last year as well here at the Dort home floor, and Dakota Wesleyan upset Dort last year uh, to reach the GPAC title game in which Dakota Wesleyan went on to win. So these two teams, no strangers to one another, meeting in the conference tournament. It happened as most recent as last year. A little bit about Dakota Wesleyan and head coach Jason Christensen's squad. Christensen in his 13th season, the reigning GPAC coach of the year. He picked that honor up last season after leading his team to a GPAC postseason title, as I mentioned, and a 27-8 record. They uh, were one game away from making it to the final site in Sioux City. They lost uh, down in Omaha. They went 1-1, one one, defeating St. Francis, but lost to Bethel one game shy of the final site. This is a Dakota Wesleyan team that returns four starters from that team, and they are a balanced offense Four, three players in double figures, and they have six players averaging six or more points per game. They're led by Jada Campbell, a two-time all-conference player. Campbell, a 6'4 senior from Alexandria, South Dakota, averaging 14.5 points, six rebounds per game. Maddie Reiner, a two-time all-conference pick. She's kind of make, she's the engine that makes this Dakota Wesleyan team go, averaging 14 points, five rebounds, and has 113 assists. 
Isabel Einan averaging nine and a half points per game. She is by far and away the top three point shooter for the Tigers. Has 53 threes, shooting 35% from beyond the arc. Nobody else has more than 26 on the team. Morgan Edelman averaging eight points per game. And Lacey Sprackle off the bench averaging seven points per contest. Dort University ranked fourth in the latest NEI coaches poll under the direction of Bill Harmson in his fifth season with the defenders. Harmson squad, of course, a national runner-up uh, finish last year, 29-9 overall, lost to Thomas Moore in the championship game. Back are three starters and nine players, and the defenders led by Carly Gustafson, averaging 16.5 points per game. Bailey Beckman averaging 16.3 points per game, and Jamie Sconoven averaging 12 points per game. Gustafson and Sconoven both shooting above 60% on the season, which ranks in the top 10 in the NAIA. Dort. Very good offensively, very efficient, averaging 79 points per game, best in the GPAC. Dakota Wesleyan, one of the top defensive teams in the league, giving up just 58 points per contest. We're going to take a break as we have the national anthem and be back with more from the DeWitt after this. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Northside Body Shop. When you expect the very best in the repair of your vehicle, call Northside Body Shop Limited today. Serving the Sioux Center area since 1955. 712-722-2313. We understand how complex the financial landscape can be to navigate. Our goal is to free up your hands so that you can focus on what is most important in life. This Dort Media Network student-produced live stream broadcast is brought to you by Joiner and Sport Dentistry in Orange City, offering dentures, implants, and dental care for your whole family in a modern and friendly atmosphere. And brought to you by Pizza Ranch, buffet, carry-out, or delivery. Number 32, Faith Van Holland. 
At a fourth position, the 5'10 sophomore from Hospitals, Iowa, number 35, Jamie Skonovic. You're watching the Dort Media Network and Defender Basketball live on 93.9 KSOU. GPAC semifinal, Dort taking on Dakota Wesleyan in the 1-4 matchup. Taking a look at the starting lineup, first of all, for Dakota Wesleyan, 22-7. They are the number four seed. Morgan Edelman, a 5-6 sophomore from Menno, South Dakota. Isabel Einan, a 5-7 junior from Lenox. Riley Rosenquist, a very good freshman for Dakota Wesleyan. She was a factor up in the game in Mitchell. And uh, she's a 5'7 freshman from Dakota Dunes. Maddie Reiner, the leading, uh, the second leading scorer, leading assist, leading rebounder, 5'10 senior. And Jada Campbell in the middle, a 6'4 senior from Alexandria, South Dakota. For the defenders, the number one seed in the GPAC tournament, ranked fourth, 27-2, under the direction of head coach Bill Harmson. Hayden Hymanson, a 5'8 sophomore from Rock Rapids. Bailey Beckman, a 5'5 senior from Panora, Iowa. Carly Gustafson, the leading scorer for this defender team, a 5'11 senior from Ethan, South Dakota. Faith Van Holland, a 5'8 junior from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And Janie Sconove, a 5'10 sophomore from Hospers, Iowa. Here we go. Dakota Wesleyan wins the tip, and we're off. Morgan Edelman with the basketball. Edelman hands it off to Isabel Einan, Dort. Opening up into a man-to-man -man defense. The winner advances to Tuesday's GPAC final. And Dakota Wesley gets it inside, double-teamed immediately. They kick it back out to Reiner. Reiner picks up her dribble. Dakota Wesleyan, team that runs a lot of sets under head coach Jason Christensen. Campbell, free-throw line jumper, hit it. Jada Campbell with the jumper, and Dakota Wesleyan out to a 2-0 lead. In the two games prior with these teams, Dort has led, I would say, probably 95% of the time in two wins prior. Gustafson to Sconoven. Sconoven at the free throw line. Passes up the open jumper. Hymanson at the perimeter. Picks up her dribble. High post entry to Sconoven. Sconoven on the drive. Kicks it out to Hymanson. Open three. Yes. Three times for Hayden Hymanson. And Hayden gives the defenders up a 3-2 lead. Dakota Wesleyan into the front court. That's Reiner with the basketball. Reiner. Over to Edelman. Edelman picks up her dribble. Back to Reiner on the right side. Reiner right now guarded by Gustafson. Sconovens guarding Campbell. Here's an open three try for Dakota Wesleyan. Shot no good, and it's all defenders with the rebound. Hymanson controls the rebound. Here comes Beckman into the front court. Beckman out to Hymanson. Gets a screen from Sconoven. Hymanson up top to Gustafson. Thought about the three. Now puts it on the floor. Here's Beckman. Beckman with the basketball. She'll turn the corner. Pump fakes once. Turned around jumper. Too strong. Campbell grabs the rebound for the Tigers. Tigers into the front court. Einan has it. Einan takes a couple of dribbles. She'll throw the lob inside to Campbell. Campbell up top to Rosenquist. Rosenquist over to Reiner. Dakota Wesleyan again, a very good defensive team. There's a drive. Nice take by Morgan Edelman for two. And Dakota Wesleyan back in front, four to three. Defenders in transition. Get it to Gustafson in the short corner. Gustafson on the baseline. Can't get it to go. Gets her own rebound and tries to save it into the hands. It goes of Einan. And here comes Dakota Wesleyan. They're going to kick it back out. They play kind of a slow, methodical style. Running a lot of sets under Coach Jason Christensen. Dort led almost the entire way in the home game here back in December. There's a missed three by Dakota Wesleyan, grabbed by the defenders. Dakota Wesleyan fell behind early, took a brief lead in the third quarter before the defenders went on an early run in the fourth to take control. And in the game in Mitchell, here's Van Hollen for three, too strong. And the rebound controlled by Dakota Wesleyan. Reiner with the rebound. 
in the game in Mitchell. The defenders led the entire way until Dakota Wesleyan sent the game into overtime on a last-second shot. And then in overtime, the defenders got the win. Turnaround jumper by Jada Campbell is good. She's got four points, and it's 6-3 to three in favor of Dakota Wesleyan. Hymanson basketball. Hymanson with it up top for the defenders. Bumped a little bit. No call. Hymanson has it taken away by Dakota Wesleyan. And the first turnover of the game, and now we've got a reach-in foul committed by the defenders. Faith Van Holland called for the personal foul. And here comes the first subs of the game for the defenders. Into the ball game is Macy Nielsen. 5'6 sophomore from Sioux Falls. She had a great game Tuesday night in the win over Doan. Macy Seavers, a 5'8 freshman, and McKenna Klecker, a 5'7 fresh, a senior from Chandler, Arizona. Normal rotation pattern for Coach Harmson. 6'3, Dakota Wesleyan with the lead in the early going. They're going to throw the lob to Campbell. Puts it up. Good. Jada Campbell. Dakota Wesleyan making a pointed effort to get the ball inside to their 6'4 senior. She's got six of the eight points for Dakota Wesleyan. Dort needs a bucket in the early going. Sconeoven at the free throw line. Sconeoven swings it over to Van Hollen. Van Hollen puts it on the floor and a foul called against Dakota Wesleyan. First foul of the game on either team. This one's going to go against Isabel Einan. And Dort will throw it in underneath. Jada Campbell with six of the eight points for Dakota Wesleyan. Inbounds pass goes to Sconeoven. Up top it goes to Nielsen. Nielsen high post to Sconeoven. Sconeoven, couple of dribbles, kicks it back out to Van Holland. Here's Klecker. Klecker with a basketball. Klecker hands it off to Seavers. Seavers looking for him to drive. Pulls back three, no. Offensive rebound, however, by Klecker, and she is fouled. Good effort on the offensive glass by McKenna Klecker. And it'll be Dort basketball. That is the first foul against Morgan Edelman. Riley Rosenquist will take a seat along with Jada Campbell. Campbell will get her first break. Coming in for her is Lacey Sprackle. Klecker with the basketball up top for the defenders. Back row pass inside to Seavers. Seavers kicks it over to Van Hollen. Extra pass. Nielsen open three. Come on, yes! Nielsen picks right where she left off against Doan. Knocks down a three. She had a career-high game in that one. Knocked down five threes and cuts the Dakota Wesleyan lead down to two. Eight sixes the score halfway through quarter number one. Defenders defensively up. Here's Dakota Wesleyan. Sprackle will try a long two and hits it. Sprackle with the jumper, 10-6 in favor of Dakota Wesleyan. Just inside the three-point arc. Sconeoven going to work against Sprackle. Kicks it out to Van Howell. A little floater in the lane. Shot no good. Sconeoven working hard on the glass. Got it. Janie Sconeoven with the putback, and it's 10-8 in favor of Dakota Wesleyan. Tigers with a basketball. This is Einan with it. Einan over to Ostis. Ostis up top to Hansen. Aspen Hansen is checked in, a 5'10 junior from Del Rapids. Here's a drive by Rosenquist, shot no good. Battle for the rebound, Sprackle. And a foul's going to be called against the defenders after the rebound by Lacey Sprackle. Back into the contest for the defenders, Gustafson and Beckman in for Van Holland and Sconeoven. Eddie Reiner back in for the Tigers. 10-8 is our score. Dakota Wesleyan to throw it in with under five minutes to go in the first quarter. And a foul called against Dort. Who's it going to be on? 
They're going to call it on Macy Nielsen, her first, team second. Back in for Dakota Wesleyan comes Jada Campbell. Got a quick breather. Going to keep an eye on Sioux City and the men's team. Down right now by one against Morningside in the men's GPAC semifinal. Dakota Wesleyan basketball, 20 seconds on the shot clock. Hansen hands it off to Rosenquist. Rosenquist into the lane, kicks it out. Here's a three try from Ostis, no good. Seavers grabs the rebound for the defender. Seavers pushing the tempo, four on three break. Inside Gustafson, puts it up against Campbell. Count the hoop, and she's fouled. Carly Gustafson puts it up and in a contested basket against six foot four Jada Campbell. And that ties the score at 10 and an opportunity to take a one point lead. Taking a look at that replay there, Gustafson with an and one opportunity, muscles it up there against Campbell. Gustafson at the free throw line, free throw in and out, no good. Campbell with the rebound. We're tied at 10 in the first quarter, GPAC semifinal. Dakota Wesleyan basketball, that's Rosenquist. Rosenquist gives it over to Ostis. Ostis, she'll pull back for three. This one she nails. Rin Ostis with an open three, her first basket. Oh, they're gonna say her foot was on the line. So a two-point basket for Ostis, just inside the arc again. They've hit two of those now. Klecker at the free throw line, gives it up to Gustafson. Gustafson going to work against Campbell. Pump fake, scoop shot, no. Blocked out of bounds by Campbell. Campbell steps over Gustafson to emphasize the block shot. It'll be defender basketball. A couple of subs coming in. Sprackle returns for the Tigers. Sprackle and Campbell. That's, oh no, now Campbell is going to come out. I was going to say Sprackle and Campbell typically don't play together. Throwing it in will be Seavers for the defenders. Gustafson up top to Beckman. Beckman. On the drive, wide open, lays it up for two. Bailey Beckman with her first basket. Five different defender players have scored. We're tied at 12. Inside Sprackle. Sprackle posts up Gustafson. Shot no good. Beckman with the rebound. Defenders can take their first lead here with a bucket. Beckman in transition. Beckman into the corner to Klecker. Klecker picks up her dribble. Left side Beckman. Here's Gustafson. They're going to double team Gustafson. Up top to Niels, to Seavers. Seavers, Gustafson, and she traveled. Little too anxious after she caught it. She knew that she had position. So a travel called against Dort. Neither one of these teams turned it over much. Very efficient offensively. Hymanson back in for the defenders, as is Janie Sconoven. You got Hymanson, Beckman, Sconoven, Van Holland, and Seavers. Dakota Wesleyan with the basketball. We're tied at 12. Ostis with it. Ostis up top to Einan. Einan gets a screen from Campbell. Right side it goes. Here's Reiner on the drive. Lays it up short. And Sconoven grabs the rebound. Another chance for the defenders to take the lead. Seavers wants to run. Beckman on the baseline. Pulls up from 15. Shot no good. And the rebound pulled down by Dakota Wesleyan. 
Here come the Tigers in transition, pushing it up is Edelman. Edelman, good defense by Beckman to rotate back. Campbell with it at the top of the key. She will shoot the three and is pretty successful there. Here's a drive by Einan, lays it up too strong, rebounded by Hymanson. Defenders looking to get in transition. Beckman on the spin dribble, shot no good. Skonoven on the rebound as it poked away. It'll be Dort basketball underneath with 2.21 left to go. Tied at 12, 221 left in a very competitive first quarter. And now the officials are going to confer. It'll be Dort basketball. If anything, they probably maybe missed an over the back call. Sconoven with it on the right wing, guarded by Campbell. Campbell's going to give her some room 15 feet away. Hymanson gets a screen, kicks it out. Van Holland, three, corner, no. And the rebound call uh, controlled by Dakota Wesleyan. Tigers with the basketball. Into the front court, it goes Edelman. Edelman inside, Campbell finds the open player. Ostis cut into the basket for two. Campbell, the double team came. She did what she's taught, finds Ostis cut into the basket on the weak side. And Dakota Wesleyan back up by two. Hymanson a quick three, too strong. And the rebound ripped down by Reiner. Dakota Wesleyan by two, 14-12 is the score with a minute 41 left to go in the opening quarter. Campbell. Going to work against Sconoven. Kicks it out to Reiner. Reiner, 15-footer. That's off the mark. And the rebound pulled down by the defenders. Seavers has it. Seavers wants to push. Seavers at the top of the key. Seavers into the lane. Here kicks it over to Sconoven. Sconoven against Campbell. Shot is blocked. Rebound controlled by Dakota Wesleyan. Campbell has affected a lot of things down low early. Missed Campbell cutting to the basket. Janey was... Trying to get back in time. Here's Rosenquist, gets it up to Campbell. Campbell, 15-footer off the mark, no good. Offensive rebound, Ostis, her putback, no good. And the rebound grabbed by Dort. Dort in transition, finds Beckman behind the defense for two. Bailey Beckman with the open layup. She's got four, we're tied at 14, under a minute to go in the first quarter. Dakota Wesleyan basketball, here's Reiner. Reiner up top to Edelman, Edelman. Guarded by Beckman. Edelman gets a screen from Campbell. And the pass kicked away by Beckman, and it will stay with Dakota Wesleyan. Gustafson, Nielsen, and Klecker back in. They're going to keep Van Holland and Nielsen out and the Seavers out there. Shot clock at 20 seconds. Throwing it in will be Dakota Wesleyan. Einan throws it in. Over to Ostis. Ostis with five points in this first quarter. Inside it goes Rosenquist. Kicks it out to Campbell. Three. Got it. Oh, a long two. Get it again. Jada Campbell, though, with eight points. Puts Dakota Wesleyan back in front by two. 16-14. Shot clock off. Dakota Wesleyan's going to hold for one here. Seavers with it up top. Seavers over to Gustafson. Campbell now on Gustafson. Clacker picks up her dribble, has to find somebody. On the back cut, Van Holland lays it up. Count the basket and another and one coming for the defenders. Kind of a broken play. Van Holland cuts back door. Beautiful pass from Klecker. That might be the second foul on Jada Campbell. Not sure who they're going to. Yeah, they called it on Campbell. Here's a good look at it via the Dort Media Network replay. Campbell commits her second foul. And Van Holland to the line for a possible and one. Free throw up, free throw no good. So we're tied at 16. Loose ball, Dakota Wesleyan will not get a shot off, and that is going to do it for the first quarter. 
the score. Dort 16, Dakota Wesleyan 16 after one quarter. We're going to take a break and come back with more from the DeWitt Gymnasium. You're watching the Dort Media Network. American State Bank is celebrating our 50th anniversary, and we couldn't have made it this far without your support. For us, banking just scratches the surface. We pride ourselves in our commitment to our communities, building meaningful relationships with our customers, and doing our best to have some fun along the way. We're proud to be a locally owned and operated bank, supporting the communities we serve. Thank you for choosing American State Bank. We can't wait to see what the next 50 years have in store. Tied after one quarter, tied at 16 in this GPAC semifinal. The Dort women, the number one seed, regular season champion, and number four seed, Dakota Wesleyan, tied at 16. Down in Sioux City, the Dort men with a 22-18 lead over Morningside in a 2-3 matchup, eight and a half minutes left to go in that first half. Van Holland with the basketball for the defenders. Van Holland gives it over to Gustafson. Gustafson on the baseline, kicks it up top to Seavers. Seavers. Sconoven, Gustafson, Van Holland, and Nielsen, the five on the floor. Gustafson inside to Sconoven. Nine seconds to shoot. Van Holland on the drive. Kicks it out, Nielsen. And that three in and out, no good. Fight for the rebound. Sconoven has it and is fouled. Great effort by Janie Sconoven on the offensive glass. And Dort will maintain possession here. From a stats point of view, Dakota Wesleyan shooting 44% from the floor. Dort at 37%. Dakota Wesleyan not a three-pointer. They're 0 for 3. Dort 2 of 7. Neither team has made a free throw. Gustafson into the lane. Gustafson, triple team. Tried to get it to Sconoven on a little combination play, a little give and go. Stolen away by Dakota Wesleyan. Rosenquist with a strong take. Lays it up for two. Riley Rosenquist and Dakota Wesleyan back in front, 18-16. Hymanson with the basketball into the front court. Beckman, a long three to give the defenders the lead. Shot no good. And the rebound pulled down by Dakota Wesleyan. That was Rosenquist. Gives it up to Einan. Einan up top to Reiner. Reiner with the basketball. Reiner gives it up to Rosenquist. She gets into the lane and nearly throws it away. It's run down by Reiner. 11 seconds to shoot. Reiner gives it up top to Einan, Einan turns the corner, kicks it out. Here's a three, no good by Reiner, and Dort controls the rebound. Good defense by the defenders on that possession. Dort, chance to tie or take their first lead of the game here. Hymanson will uh, direct traffic up top. Scone over to Gustafson. Dakota Wesleyan, Jada Campbell on the bench with two fouls. She had eight points. See if the defenders can exploit that in the lane. Sconoven for two. They do right there. Janie Sconoven with four. And we're tied at 18. Dort has not yet led in this one. 
Here's Sprackle. She traveled after she caught it. No call. Lays it up. Shot no good. Van Holland with the rebound. And Dort will have numbers. A four-on-three break. Beckman off the dribble. Beckman into the lane. Kicks it out. Hymanson for three in the lead. No. Halfway down. Didn't drop. And the rebound controlled by Dakota Wesleyan. Here come the Tigers. Tied at 18, 7.44. They will try a three off the mark, no good. And the rebound, last touch by Dakota Wesleyan. Then Holland and Rosenquist battling for it. It'll be Dort basketball back in for Dakota Wesleyan. Aspen Hansen, and here comes Jada Campbell with those two fouls. Coach Jason Christensen is going to roll the dice here. Send in the 6'4 senior with those two fouls. They're a different team, though, with her out there on the floor, both offensively and defensively. Nielsen over to uh, Sconoven. Sconoven pulls back, jumper, no good. Campbell with the rebound. And here comes Dakota Wesleyan. We're tied at 18, 721 left to go in the first half. Jumper on the left side is good. Isabel Einen with the basket, 20 to 18 in favor of the Tigers. Dort still has not led in this one. Into the corner goes to Beckman. Beckman gets a screen from Van Howen, looking inside to Sconova, not there. Hymanson gets a screen. Hymanson up top, picks up her dribble. Left side it goes to Beckman. Beckman pull up jumper, nope. And Campbell grabs yet another rebound for Dakota Wesleyan. Campbell now with four rebounds and eight points. They're gonna give Campbell a touch. Fade away jumper in the lane, good. Jada Campbell with 10 points. That's hard to guard right there. Keeps it high, turnaround jumper, 22-18. Dakota Wesleyan with the lead. Beckman with the basketball. Beckman over to Seavers. Seavers gets open, lays it up for two. Macy Seavers, I don't think she expected to be open. Dakota Wesleyan faithful wanted an offensive foul on the Beckman pass. Didn't get it. Good defense by Seavers to cut off the baseline penetration. Here's Reiner with it. Reiner on the drive. She'll put up the shot. No good. Sconoven clears the rebound. Here comes Dort. Dort in transition. A four-on-three break. Dakota Wesley does a good job getting back. Beckman with the basketball. Up top to Seavers. Seavers gets a screen. Seavers on the screen. Gives it up to Sconoven. Sconoven had the jumper. Passes it up. Goes against Campbell to try to get her third foul. And Campbell blocks the shot out of bounds. Back into the contest for Dort. Klecker, Nielsen, and Gustafson. Rosenquist back in for Dakota Wesleyan as is Sprackle. Throwing it in will be Seavers. Seavers to throw it in underneath. Seavers gets it into Gustafson. I don't think that was touched. And Gustafson will track it down in the backcourt. Evidently, I was correct. Here's Seavers with the basketball. Three seconds to shoot. In the corner, Nielsen, three. Got it! And the defenders take their first lead of the game. A drive by Seavers and a kick to Nielsen. Baseline three. She's got six. And Dort has their first lead, 23-22. Five and a half to go. Dakota Wesleyan basketball. On the drive, here's Hanson. Hanson kicks it back up top to Reiner. Reiner guarded by Gustafson. Here's Rosenquist. Spins in the lane. May have been bumped. Can't get it to go, but a foul against Dort. Believe it'll go against Faith Van Holland. Then Holland picks up her second foul. First defender player with more than one. Back into the game is Morgan Edelman for Dakota Wesleyan. 
Tigers will go to the free throw line to shoot two. 23-22, Dort by one with 5.09 left to go in an entertaining back-and-forth first half. Both of these teams, another common denominator, they both shoot free throws well. Dakota Wesleyan, best in the conference at 74%. Dort at 72%. And those two free throws by Rosenquist are good. She's got four points. Dakota Wesleyan back in front by one. On the floor, Klecker, Sievers, Nielsen, Beckman, Gustafson. Van Holland on the bench with two. Jada Campbell on the bench with two. Here's Gustafson. Dakota Wesleyan's going small right now. Neither Campbell or Sprackle is out on the floor. Gustafson reverse layup, no good. Rebounded by Dakota Wesleyan. 24-23, Tigers by one here in the first half. Tigers basketball. That's Rosenquist with it. Rosenquist. Cross-court pass, Edelman. She'll take a couple of dribbles. Good defense by Klecker. Throws the lob inside to Hansen. Hansen gives it back. Over to Ostis. Eight seconds to shoot. Reiner looking to create. Guarded by Gustafson. Reiner, nowhere to go. Three, two, one. Fadeaway jumper. Please don't go. Didn't hit the rim. And a shot clock violation. The defender defense forces a turnover. Dort will have the basketball. Back in is Isabel Enan for Dakota Wesleyan. Comes in for Hansen. Down in Sioux City. We're continuing to keep an eye on that one. The defender men up 30-20. to 20 against Morningside with five minutes left to go in that first half in that GPAC men's semifinal. Defenders down by one. Nielsen has that at the top of the key. Beckman down low to Gustafson. Has a clear path to the lane. Nice little two-man game. Beckman to Gustafson, and Dort takes back the lead, 25-24. For Gustafson, she's got four points, 25-24. The pace of this one definitely favors Dakota Wesley, and this is what they want. They want to walk it up and set piece after set piece. And a loose ball is going to be last touched by the defenders. It'll be Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Neither team turning it over. Dort has three turnovers. Dakota Wesleyan with one. Both of the uh, Dakota Wesleyan, they will run set after set after set. That is what they want to do. They they have controlled tempo. And Edelman... On the drive, pivots, and a foul against Bailey Beckman. Thought they were going to call a travel, but no such luck. That is the third team foul of the quarter. Neither team in the bonus. And these teams combined have just shot four free throws. Dort 0 for 2. Dakota Wesleyan 2 for 2 from the foul line. Inbounds play for the Tigers. They'll inbound it over to Ostis. Ostis. Skips it over to Einan, and she, offensive foul. Einan called for the offensive foul. Much to the delight of the defender's student section. It's actually on Riley Rosenquist. That's a big call as well. That's her second. So Rosenquist and Campbell now on the bench with two fouls each. 25-24. I was looking down at the time, so I don't know exactly what Rosenquist did. Sievers to Nielsen in the corner. She's hit a couple of threes from that spot. See if Dort can get inside here. Gustafson on the drive. Cuts, gets it to Sievers on the backdoor pass, but Gustafson traveled with the basketball, and that is the fourth turnover for Dort. Three minutes left to go in the first half. Dort by one, 25-24. 
Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Edelman picks up her dribble. Up top it goes to Haspen Hansen. Left side to Einan. Reiner now with it. Reiner guarded by Gustafson. And what's the call? They're going to call Carly with a touch foul. Carly Gustafson commits the foul. That is her first. Back into the lineup for the defenders is Hayden Hymanson. Comes in for Nielsen. Dakota Wesleyan basketball. In the corner it goes to Einan. Einan to Reiner. Reiner hands it off. Here's a three from Ostis. Got it. Ren Ostis with a three-pointer. She's got seven points. And that puts Dakota Wesleyan back in front, 27-25. Hymanson with the basketball. Hymanson gets the man-to-man defense by Dakota Wesleyan. Here's Seavers. Seavers gets a screen from Gustafson. Seavers on the drive, puts it up. Shot is blocked from behind and picked up by Hansen. Hansen with the block shot. And now Dort knocks the pass away. And it'll be... Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Janie Sconoven will come in for the defenders. Comes in for Bailey Beckman. 2.17 left to go in the first half. Dakota Wesleyan by two. Coach Jason Christensen will get in a sub as well. Sprackle will return for the Tigers. Comes in for Ostis. Punch, counter punch as Coach Harmson will go with both Carly and Janie. So, Dakota Wesleyan, they had gone small, playing without Campbell or Sprackle. Now they're going to throw Sprackle out there. Here's a turnaround jumper. Somehow got it to go. Kind of a circus shot by Morgan Edelman, but it's good. 29-25 in favor of Dakota Wesleyan. Against the double team by the defenders. Dakota Wesleyan on a 5-0 run. Dort could use a bucket. Sconeoven gets it inside to Gustafson. Gustafson, Hymanson. Hymanson off the dribble, gets to the rim, count the basket, and another and one coming for the defenders. Hayden Hymanson with a floater in the lane. She will go to the free throw line for a possible and one. Get a look at the replay here. Hymanson on the drive. Little contact as she finishes. Foul called against Lacey Sprackle. Hymanson to the free throw line for a possible and one. Hymanson, free throw up, free throw good. Hymanson completes the three-point play. Six for Hymanson. 29-28 is the score in favor of Dakota Wesleyan. Minute and a half left to go. Sprackle turns and faces Sconeoven. Up top it goes to Edelman. Edelman looking for room to drive. Edelman, she traveled with the basketball, and they're going to call a foul. Defender will, defenders will be called for a foul before the travel. That is foul number two on Carly Gustafson. Nielsen will come in for the defenders. Minute 28 left to go. Shot clock set at 20. Minute 28 left to go on the game clock. Didn't see that one either, folks. Reiner to throw it in. Seavers nearly stole it. Here's a drive by Einan. Einan over to Edelman. Lost the handle, and that should be a turnover, and it is. Just the second, no, third turnover for Dakota Wesleyan in this first half. Back into the contest for Dakota Wesleyan is Rin Ostis. Comes in for Sprackle. Dort has just the one post player, Janie Sconeoven in, so Sprackle will come in, or will come out. Dakota Wesleyan will 
choose to play small here with the one post player for Dort out there. Here's Hymanson. Hymanson off the dribble. Gets it inside to Seavers and a blocking foul called against Dakota Wesleyan. It was on the floor. Neither team in the bonus right now. Next foul will put that team in the bonus. That is the second foul charged against Morgan Edelman. Third starter with two fouls. Edelman, Rosenquist, and Campbell. I think the argument here would be that uh, Edelman didn't allow Seavers to come down. Yes, she was there, but you are al- got to let her come down. And on the inbounds pass, Dakota Wesleyan with a steal. Tigers with a basketball. Here's a three from Reiner, knocks it down. Maddie Reiner with the bucket. That is her first bucket of the game. And Dakota Wesleyan back in front by four, 32-28. Nielsen will try to answer and does. Macy Nielsen knocks down her third three of the first half. This is a heavyweight bout, folks. Blow for blow, these two powerhouses battling. 32-31. Unbelievable first half. Very competitive, very tense. Talia Hayes has checked in for Dakota Wesleyan. Up top it goes to Reiner. She just hit a three. This is Ostis. Ostis looking for room to drive. Shot clock down to five. Ostis into the lane. Scoop shot and a foul against Dort. Janie Sconoven there. I think she's going to be called for the foul. Janie Sconoven whistled for the personal foul. Her first and team's fifth. Ren Ostis to the line. A foul as the shot clock winding down. So Ren Ostis will go to the line. Four two shots. Free throw up. Free throw no good. Beckman set to come in for Dort. Sprackle set to come in for Dakota Wesleyan. After the second free throw by Rin Ostis, who's had seven points in this first half. And the free throw by Ostis is good. She makes one of two. Eight for Ostis. Sprackle in. Reiner will come out. 33-31. 11 seconds remaining in a very competitive first half. Seavers across the timeline. Seavers looking to drive. Seavers back to the basket. Gets into the lane. Kicks it over to Hymanson. Hymanson shot no good. And the rebound pulled down by Hayes. And that's going to do it for the first half. Dakota Wesleyan 33. Dort 31 at the half. We'll come back to talk about this first half of play. After we take a three-minute timeout, you're listening to uh, to, uh, Dort Basketball on 93.9 KS. OU, also live on the Dort Media Network. Today's Dort Media Network live stream broadcast is produced by the students of Dort University. And today's broadcast sponsored by Point Publishing. Quality printing from design to delivery.
Family, farm, business, community. People's Bank, where values matter. At Premier Communications, we're all about connection. Connecting you to all the entertainment, work, and family you love with our phone, internet, cable TV, and tech support services. And now, that connection has gotten even faster with internet speeds up to one gig. Experience the next level of connection with Premier Communications. Visit us online at mypremieronline.com or call toll-free 800-741-8351. Premier Communications, looking ahead. Today's Dort Media Network live stream broadcast is produced by the students of Dort University and sponsored by Sioux Center Health Therapy, partnering with Dort University to provide quality care to all athletes. Sioux Center Health Therapy. And today's live stream broadcast brought to you by Verhoof Automotive. Verhoof Automotive in Sioux Center is your local Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, and Buick dealer. Verhoof Automotive, worth the drive from anywhere. You are watching Defender Basketball on the Dort Media Network, GPAC Women's Basketball Semifinal. We got a good one, folks. Dakota Wesley leading Dort 33-31 at the half. In this GPAC Semifinal, the winner will advance to the GPAC Championship game on Tuesday night at the site of the highest remaining seed. If Dort wins, it'll be here at the DeWitt. If Dakota Wesleyan wins, it's a wait and see. The other uh, semifinal, number six, Concordia, at number two, Briarcliff. That is a 3 p.m. start time. Let's recap this first half. Dakota Wesleyan got off to a fast start. They led 8-3 to three in the opening moments. That was the largest lead for either team, incidentally. Back came the defenders. They tied it at 10 on a 7-2 run. And then the teams traded baskets, and the first quarter ended with a 16-16 tie. Tied again at 18. Dakota Wesleyan went up 22-18, but the defenders scored the next five points to go up 23-22, taking the lead for the very first time on a Macy Nielsen three-pointer to go up 23-22. From there, the teams traded baskets. Dakota Wesleyan up 24-23. Dort back in front 25-24. And that was the last defender lead. Dakota Wesleyan hit a three. A three from Maddie Reiner, and they have led since. The lead just two points, 33 to 31 is your halftime score. Let's take a look at the numbers, first of all. Dakota Wesleyan, eight of 18, uh, 14 of 29 from the field for 48%. Dort, 
13 of 33 for 39%. Dort, 4 out of 11 from beyond the arc for 36%. Dakota Wesley, they've hit two threes, 2 out of 7 from beyond the arc for 29%. Dakota Wesley, 3 out of 4 from the free throw line. Dakota uh, Dort, 1 out of 3 from the charity stripe. Neither team shooting many free throws. Rebounding totals, dead even at 18 each. Offensive rebounds, just two for Dakota Wesley and six for the defenders. Turnovers, really not a factor. Dort with five turnovers, Dakota Wesleyan with three. Your individual leaders in the first half, Dakota Wesleyan led by Jada Campbell with 10 points on five of six from the floor. Eight of those came in the first quarter. She was limited minutes in the second quarter after picking up two fouls. Coach Christensen did a nice job of putting it in there in short spurts of time put in her put her in for a minute here and a minute there she did not get a third but uh, she led Dakota Wesley in 10 points four rebounds eight for Ren Ostis coming off the the Dakota Wesleyan bench then it goes down to Rosenquist and Edelman with four three for Maddie Reiner two for Isabel Einan and Lacey Sprackle for Dort they were led in the first half by Macy Nielsen with nine. She had three threes in that first half. Six for Hayden Hymanson. Four each for Beckman, Gustafson, and Sconoven. Two each for Macy Sievers and Faith Van Holland. As I mentioned, rebounding numbers were dead even at 18 apiece. Dakota Wesleyan led by Maddie Reiner with six rebounds and three assists. Dort led by Janie Sconoven with four rebounds. Two assists is the lead for Macy Sievers. At the half, it is Dakota Wesleyan 33, Dort 31. Let's take another two-minute timeout, and we'll come back with some scores for uh, both in Dort Athletics and also what's happening around the GPAC. You are watching Defender Basketball, Dort Media Network. Hello, Dort University sports fans. Hope you're enjoying the game, whether you're a family or friend of a player or coach or a fan of the university. Now, these players and coaches have put in hours and hours of practice and it shows, but there's one more thing that every coach makes sure the team has, a game plan. And if these players and coaches are willing to put this much effort into a game, how much more important is a game plan for your financial life? Now the financial world continually becomes more complicated and we keep ourselves plenty busy. And even if we have precious free time, most of us don't wanna spend it wrangling over financial decisions, reading financial journals, or studying the latest tax legislation. But if you don't have either the time or the desire to spend hours upon hours learning and keeping up with the changing rules of the game in the financial world, and then figuring out how that applies specifically to your financial life, you don't have to do it alone. For over 40 years, Money Concepts, the planning firm here in Sioux Center has been helping households to build their financial game plan upon all the things in life more important than finances. Because there's things in life more important than money, and none of them are things. I'm Tom DeYoung, financial planner and president of Money Concepts, the planning firm. Check us out on the web, or social media, or schedule an intro meeting to see how a financial game plan might benefit you. We'll help you build your finances on all the things in life more important than finances, while being a good steward of the resources God has entrusted to your care. And check out our Money Concepts 
radio podcast at moneyconceptsradio.com or on your favorite podcast app, where we dive into the relevant financial planning topics to bring clarity to the often confusing, ever-changing rules of the game in the financial world. Enjoy the rest of the game, and remember to spend your most valuable resources, your time and your attention, on the things in life that matter more than money. And go Defenders! EPEC women's semifinal, Dakota Wesleyan leading Dort 33-31 in a uh, close competitive contest. Let's run down some scores of interest. Down in Sioux City, Dort and Morningside in the GPAC men's semifinal, tied at 36 at the half in Sioux City. Dort was up, but Morningside closed on a 7-0 run to tie it at 36. Taking a look at the numbers there, Jacob Viss with eight points. Nine different players have scored for the defenders, a balanced offense for the defenders, and they are tied at the half. The other GPAC women's basketball semifinal, Briar Cliff leading Concordia 35-24 late in that first half. And up in Jamestown, the uh, Jamestown, a huge lead on Concordia in the other men's semifinal. Jamestown in front, 52 to 24. My goodness there. Other athletic news. Let's focus on Dort University. Of course, last night, the Defender Dance Team competed at the GPAC Championship, and they placed sixth down at the uh, GPAC Championship. Today is the Cheer Conference Championship as Coach Mel Knobloch and the Defender Cheer Team will compete this afternoon, and I think finals will be later on today. This morning in softball, head coach Jeff Zomer and the defenders knocked off a ranked Bellevue team 5-1, earning their fifth straight win. Dort will conclude the weekend with a game that's going to get underway here shortly as they play host to Dakota State. Dort um, on a five-game win streak will play Dakota State. They're trying to finish the weekend with a perfect 4-0 record. Dort baseball lost to Benedictine in game one. It was five to three. Game two down in Atchison, Kansas, scoreless after three innings in that one. What else can I tell you? Track and field. National qualifier list was announced for the defender track and field team. And the defenders, 19 defenders, were listed as qualifiers for the upcoming NAI championships. Those 19 athletes are dispersed among nine events. Your individuals, Peyton Malden, Cole Zavenbergen in the six, Trey Engen in the mile, Joe Anderson in the 3K, Peter Shippey, Davis Tebbin, and Aiden Vorster in the 5K, Kyle Baumert in the 60-meter hurdles, Grant Brower in the high jump, all three relays, the 4x4, the 4x8, and the DMR also will compete there. On the women's side, those qualifiers were also announced. I can tell you that individually, it is Micah Koistra in the 6, Jessica Campen and Christine Hanemichael in the 3K. Total of nine defenders, and then the defenders also qualified the 4x4 and the 4x8. 
think that pretty much does it. That tells you what's on going on in Defender Athletics. So men's volleyball. They uh, swept Central Christian today 3-0. Also beat Kansas Wesleyan last night as well. So there, that's a wrap. We'll take a final two-minute break, come back with the second half. You are watching the Dort Media Network and Defender Basketball. Today's Dort Media Network live stream broadcast is produced by the students of Dort University. And brought to you by Pizza Ranch. Buffet, carry out, or delivery. And brought to you by Furniture Mart. Find furniture, mattresses, flooring, paint, window treatments at your local Furniture Mart, family owned and located downtown Sioux Center. between big city and small town, but we don't do anything halfway. We play in a community that's safe for families while providing our kids big city opportunities. We work in a place proud of its rural history that's already writing its future in science and technology. This is a place where we love our neighbors and where a small town is more like a big family. Sioux Center, live life in the middle of everything. This Dort Media Network student-produced live stream broadcast is brought to you by Joiner and Swart Dentistry in Orange City, offering dentures, implants, and dental care for your whole family in a modern and friendly atmosphere. And sponsored by Sioux Center Health Therapy, partnering with Dort University to provide quality care to all athletes. Sioux Center Health Therapy. We are back at the DeWitt Gymnasium, start of the third quarter, GPAC Women's Basketball Semifinal. Thank you for joining us on 93.9 KSOU, also live on the Dort Media Network, of course. Jada Campbell, 10-foot jumper, shot no good. Gustafson with the rebound for the defenders. Here comes Dort. Dort down 33-31 to the Tigers in this GPAC Semifinal. The winner will advance to the title game on Tuesday night. Dort wins, they host. Dakota Wesleyan wins. They got to hope that uh, Briar Cliff loses as the two seed. Van Holland on the drive, lays it up for two, and this game is tied. Nice strong take by Faith Van Holland. We're tied at 33. She's got four points. Tied at 33, Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Starters out there for both teams, Edelman, Einan, Rosenquist, Reiner, and Campbell. Campbell led the way for Dakota Wesleyan. Reiner, free throw line jumper, hits it. She had a quiet first half, hit a late three, her only bucket. Now she's got five. And just like that, Dakota Wesleyan back in front by two. Hyman some basketball. Here's Gustafson. Gustafson, right side, Van Holland. Gets a screen from Carly. Swings it over to Skonovic. Skonovic puts it on the drip, on the floor. Nice find to Gustafson, who lays it up for two. Gustafson with the bucket. We're tied at 35. Nice little combination play for Skonovan and Gustafson. Campbell posting up. Good defense by Skonovan to hold her ground against the much taller Jada Campbell. 
Edelman with it. Edelman, top of the key. Jumper, good. Not a three. Edelman with the bucket just inside the three-point arc. Hand to Wesleyan back in front, 37-35. Back and forth we go. Both teams have scored on every possession offensively. See if the defenders can keep that trend up. And a foul away from the ball. It's going to be against Dakota Wesleyan. It's on Jada Campbell. That's going to be her third. Hymanson was knocked to the floor. I thought it was going to be Edelman, but they gave it to Campbell. That's a big foul. That's her third. Goes into the backcourt. Gustafson will track it down. Hands it off to Hymanson. 20 seconds on the shot clock. Here we go. Hymanson. Left side to Beckman, inside Gustafson. Gustafson is held on the play. Holding call. Ten yards from the spot. Gustafson was on the floor, so it'll be thrown in by the defenders underneath their hoop. Second foul against Maddie Reiner. Team foul number two. Hymanson with the basketball. It mounts it to Gustafson. Gustafson on the wing, up top to Beckman. Beckman gets a screen. Pull-up jumper for Bailey is off the mark. No good. And the rebound controlled by Rosenquist for Dakota Wesleyan. 37-35 just underway in this second half. Thank you for joining us here on the Dort Media Network, also live on 93.9 KSOU. Here's the double team by the defenders and loose ball. It'll be a jump ball. Alternate possession will favor the defenders. So Dort forces a turnover. It'll be Dort basketball. I'd like to give a shout-out to our Dort Media Network, the student broadcast crew. JC is your director. Jonah, technical director. Emily's on the replay. Savako, Clay, and Eli are our camera operators. And we really enjoy the work that our uh, Dort Media Network crew does. Of course, their leader is Rich Lodewijk. Gustafson posting up. Finds Gustafson, uh, who can't convert. On a combination play, just overshot it. And the rebound controlled by Dakota Wesleyan. Dakota Wesleyan with a two-point lead and the basketball. Looking inside. They'll give Campbell a touch. Campbell, jumper, good. Jada Campbell with 12. 39-35 in favor of Dakota Wesleyan. Campbell leading score in this one with 12 points. Hymanson basketball. Hymanson inside to Sconoven. Finds Van Holland. She'll try a three. No. And the rebound tipped out of bounds. Last touch by Dakota Wesleyan. And we'll stay with the defenders. Couple of subs for both teams. Ostas and Sprackle will come in for Dakota Wesleyan. And it'll be Nielsen Seavers and a Klecker coming in for Dort. Also in for Dakota Wesleyan is Aspen Hansen. Down in Sioux City, early second half, Morningside with their first lead in a while, 43-41 in that GPAC semifinal. Dakota Wesleyan by four. Here's Nielsen. Nielsen in the corner to Klecker. Klecker off the dribble, lays it up for two. McKenna Klecker, that's her first basket of the game. Hasn't shot it either. 39-37 is the score. Nice move by Mike Klecker. It's a two-point Dakota Wesleyan lead. They have the basketball. Inside it goes. That's Ostis. She double dribbled. No call. We can watch the replay here, and I bet it was a double dribble. I don't think I missed it. Edelman on the drive. Picks up her dribble. Ten-footer. Rims in. Hit the front of the rim. Falls through. Edelman with eight. And the lead back up to four. 41-37 in favor of the Tigers. Seavers. High post to Sconoven. Sconoven down the lane against Sprackle. Jumper. Rims out. And a foul against Sconoven. 
been kind of the afternoon it's been. Some of those shots have fallen for Dakota Wesley and not fallen consistently for Dort. Schoenhoven whistled for the foul. That is just her second. Nobody in foul trouble for the defenders at this point. Maddie Reiner will check in. Comes in for Aspen Hansen. 41-37. Dakota Wesleyan with the lead and the basketball. Here comes Beckman and Gustafson in for Schoenhoven and Van Holland. On the floor, you have Gustafson and Beckman, Nielsen, Sievers, and Klecker. 5.50 left to go in this third quarter. Dakota Wesleyan here with a bucket. They could take their largest lead of the game. Up by four, 41-37. And they get it inside, and a circus shot put up by the Dakota Wesleyan. They're unable to convert. Goes out of bounds, last touch by the Tigers. Boy, if that went down, it just not might not be your afternoon. Edelman with somewhat of a circus shot. I don't think she saw where she was even shooting that one. Seavers into the front court, gets it to Gustafson. Gustafson, pump fake, shot up, no good. And the rebound pulled down by Sprackle. Sprackle with the rebound. Here comes Dakota Wesley, another chance to take their largest lead of the game. Up top it goes to Edelman. Edelman gets a screen from Sprackle. Edelman looking to drive, kicks it over to Reiner. Reiner in the corner, that's Ostis. Ostis had a big first half with eight points, hit a three. Inside Sprackle going to work, double team, taken away by Seavers. Seavers with the steal. Seavers, head of steam, corner three, Nielsen. That one's too strong. And Dakota Wesleyan with the rebound. And Dakota Wesleyan dodged a bullet there. Boy, wish that would have went down. Sprackle on the baseline, slows it up, and Dakota Wesleyan will run a set. Up top it goes to Edelman. 4.30 left to go in the third quarter, 41-37. Dakota Wesleyan by four. Up top, Sprackle. They're going to throw the lob, and they throw it clear out of bounds. Nothing there in the turnover against Dakota Wesleyan. Tigers are going to go small again. Sprackle out, Einan back in. So Sprackle and Campbell both out. This has been a lineup that's been actually pretty successful for Coach Jason Christensen. You don't see it a lot. I don't think I've seen it a lot in the previous two games. But they're going with it here. See who guards Gustafson. Gustafson with the basketball. She'll pivot. Picks it back up, and that shot rims out. Just can't buy a bucket. Janie and Carly, boy, they've done everything right, but just cannot find the bottom of the net. Four minutes left to go in this first and third quarter. 41-37. We've been stuck at this score for a while. Up top, here's a drive by Einan. Kicks it out to Reiner. Reiner back to Einan. Einan. Reiner, Reiner, three, got it. Maddie Reiner with her second three, and Dakota Wesleyan has its largest lead of the game, 44-37. Timeout called by the defenders with 3.38 left to go in the third quarter. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back with more from the DeWitt Gymnasium in a moment.
Back at the DeWitt Gymnasium, 3.38 left to go in the third quarter. Dakota Wesleyan has opened up its largest lead of the game, 44-37 is the score. Forcing a defender timeout on the floor. Seavers, Van Hollen, Sconoven, Beckman, and Hymanson. There is Seavers on the drive. Misses the jumper, didn't draw iron. Dort still has the basketball. Hymanson turns the corner, gives it over to Beckman. Beckman, screen from Sconoven. Beckman, free throw line, jumper hits it. Needed that in the worst way. Beckman delivers. Cuts the Dakota Wesleyan lead down to 5, 44 to 39. Now you got to get a stop. Plenty of time here. Three minutes left to go in the third quarter. Here's the lob inside of Reiner. Reiner gets it back on the baseline. Reiner guarded by Van Hollen. Reiner off the dribble. Jada Campbell back into the contest. And loose ball picked up by Sconoven. The defenders force a turnover. Hymanson looking to run ahead to Van Hollen. Van Hollen to Hymanson. Hymanson at the free throw line. Kicks it out to Van Hollen. Looking to get it inside to Sconoven. Van Hollen, short jumper, got it. Big shot there by Faith Van Holland, and the defenders trim the lead down to three, 44-41. Two and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. They get it to Campbell. Campbell, turnaround jumper, no. And the rebound's one of the few misses she's had. Rebound controlled by the defenders. Seavers with it. Seavers in the open floor. Sconoven at the elbow. Jab step, pulls back. Short jumper, no good. And the rebound... Taken away by Hymanson inside Sconoven, and we got a foul against Dakota Wesleyan. Dakota Wesleyan will be called for the foul underneath. It was on the floor. Foul charge to Morgan Edelman, her third. Rosenquist back in. Ostis back in for Reiner and Edelman. The defenders can tie with a three. Cut it to one. Inbounds pass knocked away by Ostis. 2.05 left to go in the third quarter, 44-41. And Beckman to trigger in. Here's Seavers with the basketball. Seavers, screen from Sconoven. Seavers, free throw line jumper, got it. Seavers, just enough daylight set up by the screen from Sconoven. Defenders answer with a 6-0 run. They're within one, 44-43. They've gotten back-to-back stops on the defensive side. See if they can get another one here. Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Einan dribbles it right side. Over to Rosenquist. Rosenquist. Hansen. Hansen. Back to Einan. Campbell. Double team. Turnaround jumper. Misses everything. Great double team by the defenders. Defenders can take the lead here. Here is Seavers. Free throw line. And the pass is off the backboard. Got a little too excited there. And now a foul against Faith Van Holland. Faith Van Holland called for the personal foul, a reach-around foul. Thought she got a clean pick. Didn't. That is the second team foul. Third on Van Holland this afternoon. Campbell out. Dakota Wesleyan will go small ball here. Reiner will check in for. Klecker in, Van Holland out as Van Holland sits with three. Nobody in foul trouble for the defenders. Van Holland the only player with three. Dakota Wesleyan 44, Dort 43. It's been a good one. Reiner with a 1-4 high set and a foul against Seavers trying to fight through the handoff. And you see Seavers called for the personal foul, her second. Gustafson back in 
for the defenders, as is Nielsen. Minute 11 left to go. Shot clock at 22 seconds. Defenders on a 6-0 run. They're within one, 44-43. Hansen with the basketball. Gives it up to Ostis. Ostis, Reiner. Reiner looking to drive. Reiner gets into the lane. Fadeaway jumper, tough shot, no good. Battle for the rebound. Nielsen wrestles it out of there, and now a jump ball is called. Defender faithful want a reach-in foul. Dakota Wesleyan fans enjoying the aggressiveness by the Tigers. So it'll be a jump ball. Possession arrow favors Dakota Wesleyan with under a minute to go. Guess the good news is Dort gets the basketball to start the fourth quarter. See if they can get a stop here. They nearly came up with one. Just now, Reiner, inside it goes. This is Hansen, turnaround jumper. No, Gustafson with the rebound, and Dort has a chance to take the lead again. Here comes Sievers across the timeline. Sievers, little hesitation dribble. Down low, Gustafson, tough catch, got it! Carly Gustafson gives the defenders a one-point lead, 45-44. Got about a six-second differential between the shot clock and game clock. 20 seconds on the shot clock. Defender faithful on their feet. Reiner gets it over to Rosenquist. That's got to be an offensive foul and is. You bet it is. She lowered her shoulder. It's not a lead block, folks. It is not a fullback lead block. And the turnover gives it back to the defenders. 45-44 is our score. Dort up by one. This match is their largest lead. They have a chance to go ahead and take their largest lead here. 15 seconds, shot clock is off. Seavers across the timeline. Seavers up top to Klecker. Klecker at the perimeter, over to Nielsen. Gotta go, three seconds. Beckman will try to create. Shot up, no good, draws a foul. Dakota Wesleyan bailed us out. Bailey Beckman will go to the line to shoot two. .8 seconds left to go in the third quarter and Bailey Beckman our best free throw shooter at 77% to the line. Beckman at the line. This is two shots. First one is up and in. Has not shot free throws today. Neither team has shot a lot of free throws. Four to be exact by each team. It's a two-point defender lead. Make it three. Dort's going to have a three-point lead as we go into the fourth quarter. 47-44 is the score. As we head into the fourth quarter prior to this, we'll take a one-minute timeout. You're listening to Defender Basketball on 93.9 KSAU, also live on the Dort Media Network. Be back in a minute, folks.
Eight left to go. Kept Dakota Wesleyan scoreless for the final 338, and Dort with a 47-44 lead. It'll be defender basketball, chance to build on that lead. Nielsen, Severs, Gustafson, Klecker, Beckman, the five on the floor. Gustafson, Klecker, 17-footer, got it. McKenna Klecker knocks down the jumper, making a 12-0 run for the defenders. 49-44 is the score. Dakota Wesleyan, Reiner, Edelman, Campbell, Rosenquist, Einan, their starting group. Here's Einan, three from the corner, off the mark, no good. Rosenquist, offensive rebound, lays it up for two. Riley Rosenquist with the putback, 49-46. She's had a quiet afternoon after a big game in the game up in Mitchell. She was a force up there, and it was that right there. Offensive rebounds just muscling it up there. Beckman with a basketball for the defenders. Beckman with a clear path to the lane. Shot is blocked by Campbell. Rebound Gustafson and a foul on Jada Campbell. That is going to be her fourth. Carly Gustafson with the offensive rebound. Will head to the free throw line. Campbell called for her fourth foul. See what head coach Jason Christensen is going to do with his 6'4 senior. Sconoven comes back in, as does Faith Van Holland for Nielsen and Klecker. Carly Gustafson to the free throw line. Carly today 0 for 1 from the free throw line, has eight points. Nobody in double figures for the defenders, but all eight players that have played have scored this afternoon. For Dakota Wesleyan, they're led by Jada Campbell, who has 12. She is the only player on either team in double figures. First free throw no good from Carly, 49-46, 9.07 left to go. Down in Sioux City, Morningside has a one-point lead, 66-65. Overdored in the GPAC men's semifinal. Gustafson makes one of two, 50-46 is the score in favor of the defenders. Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Coach Christensen's going to roll the dice with Campbell. She's on the floor with four. Rosenquist gives it over to Reiner. Reiner pull back three, hits it. Tough shot. Maddie Reiner with 11 points, makes it a one-point defender lead, 50-49. to 49. Timeout on the floor called by Dakota Wesleyan. 8.50 left to go in this GPAC semifinal. We'll take a one-minute break, come back with more. You're listening to Dort Defender Basketball on 93.9 at KSOU. Also watching it live on the Dort Media Network. Here at Dort University, we have tremendous support from the local community and from Defender Nation across the country. The Defender Gold Club is a byproduct of that support and enables our student athletes to perform at the highest level. As a Defender Gold Club member, you are helping our athletes pursue championships while also helping them grow physically, mentally, spiritually, and academically. The Defender Gold Club supports the university's mission by equipping student athletes to strive for excellence in all areas of life while having a transforming experience in athletics. Join us in supporting the group.
Out of the Dakota Wesleyan timeout. The defenders get it inside to Carly Gustafson, and she is fouled. Fourth foul against Riley Rosenquist. Rosenquist and now Jada Campbell both with four fouls. Rosenquist will come out. Einen back, uh, Ostis back in for Dakota Wesleyan. Gustafson from the free throw line today, one for three. First free throw off the mark, no good. 50 to 49. Dort by one with 8.30 left to go. The Dort men up by one down in Sioux City against Morningside. 6.20 left to go in that one. And Gustafson hits the second free throw. Hymanson in, Gustafson out on the floor for Dort. Hymanson, Klecker, Seavers, Beckman, and Skonoven. Dakota Wesleyan, Sprackle, Einan, Edelman, Ostis, and Reiner. 51-49, Dort by two. And a foul away from the ball. It's going to go against Macy Seavers, her third. Seavers and Alvin Holland with three fouls. Dakota Wesleyan has a couple of players with four. 51-49, 8-19 left to go. Sprackle with it on the baseline. I'd let her shoot that, but she knocks it down. Oh, it's a two. It is a two-point jumper by Sprackle. She surprised me with the range. We're tied at 51. Inside it goes Sconoven. Pump fake shot, good. Nice find by Macy Seavers. Janie Sconoven puts the defenders back up by two, 53-51. Under eight to go. Dakota Wesleyan basketball. This is Edelman. Edelman gets a screen, spin dribble, and will go to the free throw line. If it's on Seavers, it's going to be her fourth. They're going to give it to Janie Sconoven. That's her third. And shooting two will be Morgan Edelman. Morgan Edelman at the free throw line. Has not shot free throws today. First one is up and good. Edelman now with nine points. Both of these teams shoot free throws well on the season. One of the better shooting free throw shooting teams in the league. Second one is also good by Edelman. Three subs coming in for the defenders. Klecker, Nielsen, and Gustafson. Hymanson and Beckman will stay. Tied at 53 with 7.47 left to go in regulation. This is the third meeting between these two teams. These two teams know each other well. The second one played in January up in Mitchell went overtime. Sprackle out. And Rosenquist in. Dakota Westland's going to go small. Gustafson fakes the handoff. Gustafson guarded by Reiner. Gustafson over to Hymanson. Hymanson looking to drive. Finds Nielsen in the corner. That's her three-point spot. Up top, Gustafson with nine seconds to shoot. Gustafson spin dribble. Left hand. Got it. Vintage. Carly Gustafson, 55-53. Defenders by two. Dakota Wesleyan basketball with 7.13 left to go. Left side it goes, Ostis. Ostis takes a peek inside to Einan, misses the jumper, and a foul committed by the defenders on the rebound. Carly Gustafson for the foul. For, oh, they're going to give it to Hymanson instead. Hymanson whistled for her first. Team foul number three. It'll be Dakota Wesleyan basketball underneath. See if the defenders can get a stop. Rosenquist with it up top. Rosenquist hands it off to Einan. Einan, Ostis. Ostis back to Einan, looking inside. This is Rosenquist. 
Kicks it out to Reiner. Reiner, pass tip, stolen away by Gustafson. Defenders get a stop, forcing the turnover. Under seven minutes to go, Nielsen will walk it up. Hands it off to Hymanson. Hymanson with the basketball, takes a couple of dribbles toward the Dort bench. Hymanson, screen Gustafson. Hymanson at the elbow, looking inside, nothing there. Gets it to Klecker on the baseline. Klecker, high post Gustafson. Gustafson turns and faces, gets it over to Beckman. Beckman off the dribble, 10-footer, no. And the rebound controlled by Dakota Wesleyan. Here comes Dakota Wesleyan in transition. They're going to slow it up. Einan into the front court. Einan with a basketball. Einan on the right side. Gives it back. Here's a three from Edelman. Hits it. Big shot. Morgan Edelman. Top of the key three. And Dakota Wesleyan with their first lead in the fourth quarter. 56-55. Dort has to respond. Gustafson at the elbow. And her pass stolen away. Stolen away, turnover against the defenders. Dort gets back on defense and a blocking foul against Nielsen for the defenders. And Dakota Wesleyan will go to the free throw line to shoot two shots. Sconoven, Van Holland, and Sievers back in for the defenders. At the free throw line is Ren Ostis, one out of two from the charity stripe tonight. A 58% free throw shooter on the season. Doesn't go there a ton. First one hits the front of the rim, falls through. Ostis, her first point of the second half. She's got nine for the game coming off the bench for Coach Jason Christensen. Second one, no good. There for the rebound is the defenders. Defenders down by two, 57-55. And a whistle and a timeout called by Coach Bill Harmson and the defenders. Means we'll take a one-minute timeout, come back with more from the DeWitt Gymnasium. You are watching Defender Basketball on the Dort Media Network and listening to it live, 93.9 KSOU. Be back in a minute. Out of the defender timeout, the fourth foul against Morgan Edelman. Dort with the basketball, down by two. Edelman, the fourth Tigers player, a third Tigers player with four fouls. And now an offensive foul against Janie Sconoven on the inbounds pass. So Sconoven whistled for the offensive foul. Dort over the limit. That is their fifth team foul. Sconoven will sit. That is her fourth foul of the game. Three team fouls against Dakota Wesleyan halfway through this final quarter. Dakota Wesleyan with a two-point lead. 
Reiner with it on the left side. Looking inside for Campbell. Campbell on the floor with four. Here's a three, no good. And the rebound tracked down by the defenders. Then Holland, or Klecker tracks it down. Here's Seavers with the basketball. Seavers, top of the key. Dort down by two. Seavers kicks it out to Klecker. Klecker, open three, got it! Big shot, McKenna Klecker, her first three of the game. Dort back in front by the score of 58-57. Now get a stop. Up top it goes. This is Edelman with the basketball. Edelman will get a screen from Campbell. Underneath it goes to Einan. Einan posting up. Shot, good. Isabel Einan with the basket. She's got four. Dakota Wesleyan back in front, 59-58. Nielsen on the drive. Neil, or Seavers, rather. Seavers short on the jumper. Had a good look. And the rebound controlled by Edelman. Edelman ahead to Einan. Einan into the front court. Back to Edelman, three, good. Morgan Edelman, her second three. And Dakota Wesleyan leads by four, 62-58. Timeout called by the defenders. With 4.03 left to go, Morgan Edelman with her second three of the fourth quarter. Puts Dakota Wesleyan up by four, 62-58. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Defender Basketball on the Dort Media Network. Morgan Edelman, it's the second, her second three-pointer of the game. Puts Dakota Wesleyan up by four, 62-58, 4.03 remaining in a back-and-forth contest. Dort held a five-point lead earlier in the quarter. They were up 49-44, but give Dakota Wesleyan credit. They've rallied. They tied it at 51. Teams traded baskets. They took the lead on the first of Edelman's three-pointers, 56-55. And now lead by four. Defenders with a timeout. They'll have the basketball on the side in their front court needing a bucket. Down in Sioux City, the Dort men with a two-point lead, 80-78 to 78 over Morningside in that GPAC semifinal. Morningside's just tied it at 80 with 45 seconds to go. Sconeoven on the floor with four fouls, as is the player that's guarding her, Jada Campbell. And we got a foul against Dakota Wesleyan. Foul against Dakota Wesleyan. That is on Einan. Her second, team's fourth. Both teams will be in the bonus the rest of the way. Throwing it in will be Seavers. Seavers has got to get it in. And a five-second call against the defenders. And a turnover. Forced by the Dakota Wesleyan defense. Now this is a big possession defensively for Dort. The way this game is going, you don't want to get down six this late. It's been a grind. It's one of those games. These are the kind of games Dakota Wesleyan likes. And it'll be Tigers basketball. 
With the basketball is Einan, throws the lob, taken away by the defenders. And the rebound tipped out of bounds, last touch by Dort. Dort's battling, they gotta get a stop here. Dakota Wesleyan basketball with 3.35 left to go in regulation. Throwing it in is Edelman, throws the lob to Campbell, hands it off Reiner, free throwing jumper, no. Gustafson with the rebound, gotta get a bucket here. Get a bucket here and you're feeling a little bit better about yourself. Here's Seavers on the drive, Gustafson out to Beckman. Beckman, top of the key, hesitation, pulls up from 15, rims out, offensive rebound, Gustafson unable to get the first one, puts it back up and the rebound tipped out of bounds, last touch by Dakota Wesleyan. 3.09 left to go. In this contest, four point, Dakota Wesleyan lead, 62-58. In this 1-4 matchup, the winner will advance to the finals, the G-Pack Championship on Tuesday night. Beckman on the drive, lays it up. The glass, no, Campbell with the rebound. And here comes Dakota Wesleyan with under three minutes to go. Dort's gotta get a stop here. Up top it goes to Edelman. Edelman has hit a couple of threes from deep. Here in the fourth quarter, Rosenquist picks up her dribble. Nowhere to go with it. Rosenquist over to Reiner. Reiner, she'll drive baseline against Gustafson. She has nowhere to go. Gets it to Rosenquist on the drive. Puts it up with the left hand. Good. Riley Rosenquist with the basket. 64-58 in favor of Dakota Wesleyan. Gustafson will try to answer. Lays it up. Can't get it to go, but will go to the free throw line to shoot two. Both teams in the bonus. This will be two shots coming up for Carly Gustafson. Gustafson at the free throw line. McKenna Klecker will come in for Bailey Beckman. Gustafson two out of five from the free throw line. 12.6 rebounds for Gustafson. Free throw up, free throw good. Makes it 64-59. One more free throw coming for Gustafson, and she hits this one. 64-60 in favor of Dakota Wesleyan. 2.23 left and counting. Dort's gotta get a stop, I've said that before. Dakota Wesleyan basketball, this is Einan with it. Einan trying to back herself in, jumper rims out. Rebounded by Sievers and a foul on Edelman, and that's gonna be her fifth. Morgan Edelman, didn't mean to do it, she knew it. She's upset at herself, but that is her fifth foul. Better yet, clock is stopped. The Dort's got a chance to score buck, uh, some points. AC Seavers at the line, free throw up, no good. So Seavers misses the front end. Thankfully, it's a two shot bonus situation. Second free throw, good. So Seavers makes one of two. 64-61, it's a one possession game. Here comes Dakota Wesleyan. Two minutes left to go in this one. Edelman has just fouled out. Here's Rosenquist off the dribble. Rosenquist double teamed and a reach in foul against Gustafson. Carly Gustafson commits the foul and Rosenquist will go to the line to shoot two. 
Rosenquist, a 69% free throw shooter. And the free throw is up and good. Dakota Wesleyan, six, seven out of nine now from the free throw line. Dort, eight out of 13. Second one, no good, and Dort down by four. 65-61 is the score. Dish to Sconoven, jumper no good. Gustafson with the rebound, no good. Tipped out, defenders control it. Here's Seavers on the baseline drive, and she is fouled by Rin Ostis. They see Seavers to the free throw line to shoot two. Dort is the Dort men trail Morningside by one with 10 seconds left to go. And it will be defender basketball with 10 seconds left to go as we continue to monitor that one. Free throw up and good by Seavers. Seavers makes the first free throw, makes it a three-point game here, 65-62. Second one, good as well. AC Seavers makes them both, 65-63 in favor of Dakota Wesleyan. Defender faithful on their feet. Dort's got to get a stop here. Backdoor pass stolen away by Sconoven. Here it comes. Dort can tie it with a two. Here's Seavers into the corner to Klecker. Up top to Sconoven. Settle down. Here's Gustafson. Gustafson will turn and face. Up top to Seavers. Dort's going to set it up here. 15 on the shot clock. Gustafson. Gustafson on the baseline. Sconoven in the lane. Klecker. Klecker back to Sconoven. Gets it to Gustafson. Gustafson on the drive. Puts it up. Count the basket and an and one for Carly Gustafson. You bet, Carly. Jada Campbell called for the foul. She is fouled out with a minute three left to go. Better yet, Gustafson will go to the line for an and one and the lead. Even better news, the Dort men have just defeated Morningside, 83-82. Bryce Kopick, a jumper with two seconds left. Dort wins. Down in Sioux City, the Dort men heading to the GPAC championship. Dort's men have just defeated Morningside on the road by one. 83-82, Bryce Kopick, the hero, a jumper with two seconds left. Timeout called here. We're going to be back in 30 seconds. You're watching. Defender Basketball, Dort Media Network. No, no, it's over. We win by one right here. We're up by one. Two seconds. Well, the news isn't all good. They put time back on the clock down in Sioux City. So Dort up 83-82, two seconds remaining. Morningside will get a chance. So there's two seconds left. 
Gustafson, three-point play opportunity, unable to convert, so we're tied at 65. Tied at 65, under a minute to go. Reiner with a basketball. Reiner on a clear out. Gustafson cuts her off on the baseline. Reiner trying to wiggle her way in. Ostis, three. Looked good from here, but no good. Sconeoven with the rebound. Dort has numbers. Dort has numbers. Here is Sievert. Sievers, Gustafson. Gustafson and a timeout called by Dort. And I can now say it is a final down in Sioux City. It says final. Dort, 83-82. Bryce Kopik, the game winner with two seconds left. Here we're tied at 65. We're going to keep it here, folks. Too much happening. They just announced it. Mark Christians, the PA, over the intercom. So the Dort men advance to the GPAC championship game. They will play up at Jamestown, sadly. So the good news is they're up at, they they go to the conference final, but it's up in Jamestown. Jamestown taking care of business, 86 to 60. That'll be Tuesday night up in Jamestown. See if the defender women can match that and advance to the GPAC championship game. 65-65, 33.8 seconds to go. Both teams over the limit. Shot clock is at 21 seconds. Timeouts, Dort has one left. Dakota Wesleyan has three. Jada Campbell and Morgan Edelman have fouled out for Dakota Wesleyan. Inbounds pass goes to Bailey Beckman. Beckman hands it off to Sieverts. Sieverts gets a screen from Gustafson. Little two-man game. Carly, they're going to call the offensive foul. Offensive foul against Carly Gustafson. That is her fourth personal. And it'll be Dakota Wesleyan basketball now and a timeout called by the Tigers. They will advance the basketball, I believe, to half court. Dakota Wesleyan now down to two timeouts. One remaining for Dort. 24.6 seconds left to go. Tied at 65 on a bucket by Carly Gustafson. With just over a minute left. Looking to see when that bucket was. Yeah, just over a minute. Gustafson with the bucket. So we're tied at 65. It was an and one. She missed the free throw. 24.6 seconds remaining. Gustafson with four fouls. Janie Sconeoven with four. Van Holland and Sievers each with three. Dakota Wesleyan has had two players foul out, Jada Campbell and Morgan Edelman. Both picked up their fifth foul earlier in the quarter. On the floor for the defenders, Van Holland, Klecker, Sievers, Gustafson, and Sconeoven. Here we go. Shot clock is off. 20 seconds remain. Dakota Wesleyan's going to play for one. So Dort's got to get a stop. Standing right there with the basketball is Isabel Einen. Einen, high post to Rosenquist. Rosenquist at the free throw line, nearly lost it. Five seconds, four, three, two. Einen, shot, no, she's not going to get it out. Dort gets the stop, and we will go into overtime. The basket was good, but they are going to go to overtime clearly after the buzzer. 
And for the second time this season, Dakota Wesleyan and Dort will head to overtime, this time on the defenders' home floor. We'll come back after a one-minute timeout. You are watching the Dort Media Network and Dort Basketball on 93.9 KSOU. Here at Dort University, we have tremendous support from the local community and from Defender Nation across the country. The Defender Gold Club is a byproduct of that support and enables our student athletes to perform at the highest level. As a Defender Gold Club member, you are helping our athletes pursue championships while also helping them grow physically, mentally, spiritually, and academically. The Defender Gold Club supports the university's mission by equipping student athletes to strive for excellence in all areas of life while having a transforming experience in athletics. Join us in supporting the growth of our student athletes through joining the Gold Club and making a gift that supports scholarships, team trips, or facility enhancements. We invite Defender Nation to support our athletes and become a Defender Gold Club member. Partner with us in supporting all sports or sport of your choice. Your support makes a difference. Join the Defender Gold Club today. People like you help us believe in a bold future for Dort University Athletics. Thank you and go Defenders. Go Defenders! You are watching Defender Women's Basketball on the Dort Media Network, also heard live on 93.9 KSOU. We had to overtime, tied at 65 in this GPAC semifinal. The winner will advance to the Tuesday GPAC Championship against either Briarcliff or Concordia. Going to try to refresh. Briarcliff had the lead early, and they are going to win. They're up 64-55 late, so... Briarcliff, the two seed, awaits the winner of this one. If Dort wins, it's at the DeWitt. If Dakota Wesleyan wins, it'll be played in Sioux City. Dort wins the tip, and we are underway in the overtime period. Van Holland, Gustafson. This is Seavers. Seavers into the corner of Van Holland. Three, no. Offensive rebound taken away by Gustafson, and Dort's going to get another look. Seavers will reset. Seavers at the top of the key. Here's Sconoven inside Gustafson. Back to Sconoven. Give and go. Got it. Gustafson to Sconoven. We've seen that a few times. Janey with eight points, and the defenders have a two-point lead, 67-65. 4.14 left to go in the overtime period. These two teams, they've played in overtime before. No, they just fouled Carly out. A reach-in foul against Carly Gustafson, and that is going to be her fifth. So the first Dort player has fouled out. Carly fouls out with just a minute gone by in the overtime period. 16 points, nine rebounds in 29 minutes. McKenna Klecker will take the floor for the defenders. Two shots coming up. Both teams in the double bonus. And Dakota Wesleyan will be at the line. It's Rosenquist makes the first. 67-66 is our score. Pending Rosenquist's second free throw. She now has 10 points. Most of that coming in the second half. Second free throw is good as well. We're tied at 67. The defender men victorious down in Sioux City, 83-82. They get the second automatic qualifier bid from the conference because they will play Jamestown. Jamestown already earned it. 
via the regular season championship. Now a turnover against Dort, trying to get it in to Sconoven. And it'll be Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Tied at 67 in the first overtime period. Reiner, little 1-4 high set. Gives it back over to Enan. Enan on the drive, shot no good. And Seavers with the rebound. Seavers across the timeline. Seavers with a head of steam. Now we'll slow it up. Looking inside to Sconoven. Sconoven's got to be careful. She's playing with four. Beckman takes the three. Drives baseline. Shot good. Bailey Beckman knocks down the jumper. 69-67. Dort with a two-point lead. Get a stop here, folks. 319 left to go in the overtime period. This is Rosenquist. She's had the hot hand of late for Dakota Wesleyan. Hands it back off to Enan. Enan directing traffic. She's going to get a double screen up top. Enan hesitates. Into the corner to Ostis. Ostis picks up her dribble. Nowhere to go. Gets it back to Reiner. Reiner looking to drive. Reiner off the glass. Tough shot. She hit it. We're tied at 69. Defended well. Reiner, got to give her credit, knocked it down. 2.44 left to go. Does Dort have an answer? This is Sievers. Picks up her dribble. Right side it goes to Van Holland. Sconoven, back to Van Holland. Van Holland on the drive. Van Holland will get to the rim. Shot good. Faith Van Holland puts Dort back in front. And we are swapping buckets. 71-69, 2.20 left to go. What a game, folks. This is a classic. A classic. Dakota Wesleyan basketball. Right side it goes to Hanson. Hanson, here's Reiner, short jumper, got it. 71, we're tied at 71. Reiner jumper with two minutes left to go in a quick overtime period. Very few stoppages of play. Beckman with the basketball. Beckman gets the screen from Sconoven. Beckman picks up her dribble. Over to Seavers. Seavers delays it off. Sconoven got it. Sconoven for two more. 73-71. Sconoven with 10 points. A minute 30 left to go. 90 seconds remain. Ostis will come get the basketball for the Tigers. 14 on the shot clock. Dakota Wesleyan taking their time. Don't give up a three here. Einan with it. Einan guarded by Seavers. Here is Reiner. She's hit the last couple of buckets. Fade away. No. And Beckman controls the rebound. Dort by two and the basketball. Minute 11 left to go in this first overtime period. Beckman with it. Beckman. I don't think if Dort has missed a shot in this overtime period. Dort four out of five in the overtime period. 13 on the shot clock, Dort by two, 73-71. Seavers gets a screen from Sconoven. Seavers, pullback, jumper, got it! Seavers knocks it down from 15, and Dort with a 75-71 lead, timeout Dakota Wesleyan. They're going to advance the ball past half court. Coach Christensen has two timeouts remaining. Dort also with a timeout. With 45 seconds left to go, we'll take a quick 30. Be back with more from the DeWitt. You were watching Defender Basketball on the Dort Media Network, also live on 93.9 KSOU.
are listening to Defender Basketball on 93.9 KSU, also watching it live on the Dort Media Network. Thank you to the crew and their outstanding job providing the video production of this. Dakota Wesleyan basketball, Dort by four, 75-71, under a minute to go. Dakota Wesleyan with it. Here's Rosenquist on the drive. She'll get to the rim, fadeaway jumper, count the hoop, and she's fouled. Rosenquist with a baseline drive, knocked it down, contested jumper. It's either on Ben Holland or Sconoven. And they're going to call it on Janie Sconoven. It is her fifth. I don't know. It could have gone either way on Van Holland or Sconoven. And some discussion right now on who it is. It is going to be on Janie. So Janie is fouled out. Each team has had two players foul out. Dakota Wesleyan, Jada Campbell, and Morgan Edelman fouled out in the fourth quarter. Carly Gustafson fouled out early in the overtime period, and now Janie Sconoven has fouled out. Hymanson will come in, so the defenders will force to go small. And the three-point play, Rosenquist makes the free throw. Rosenquist up to 14 points and a timeout called by the defenders. We're gonna keep it here. 75-74, Dort down to one timeout. Dakota Wesleyan has two. It is a one-point defender lead, 75-74. Both teams have been over the limit for quite some time. Nobody, uh, how many fouls does Faith Van Holland have? Nobody with more than three now for the defenders. Dakota Wesleyan, Maddie Reiner has four. Again, both teams have lost two players because of fouls. It'll be defender basketball on their side of the floor. And they will have a full 30-second shot clock to work with, 39 seconds on the game clock. On the floor, this has been Dakota Wesleyan's lineup of late. Aspen Hansen, Ren Ostis, Isabel Enan, Riley Rosenquist, Maddie Reiner, a smaller lineup, but Dort also going small with Hymanson, Beckman, Van Holland, Seavers, and Klecker. Dort gets it inbounded to Seavers. Seavers, closely guarded by Enid. Down to 20 seconds. Dort looks like they're gonna use some clock here. Got about uh, eight second differential. Seavers with the basketball, is gonna get a screen from Beckman. Dakota Wesleyan's gonna switch on it. Seavers throws the lob, corner three, Klecker. No good. And the rebound controlled by Dakota Wesleyan. And a timeout called by Dakota Wesleyan and coach Jason Christensen with 10.3 seconds left. One timeout remaining for Dakota Wesleyan. One timeout remaining for Dort with 10.3 seconds left. We're going to take a final break, a 30-second break here. Come back with more from the DeWitt in a moment.
Defender Women's Basketball on 93.9 KSOU, also on the Dort Media Network. 10.3 seconds left to go. Dort with a 75-74 lead over Dakota Wesleyan in this GPAC Women's Semifinal overtime. Winner goes to Tuesday's championship where they'll play Briar Cliff. It'll be Dakota Wesleyan basketball, and the timeout will advance it past half court. Same five on the floor for the defenders. Hymanson, Beckman, Van Holland, Seavers, Klecker. Dakota Wesleyan will have their same five. It is Einan, Rosenquist, Reiner, Hansen, Ostis. Hansen with the basketball. Defenders need a stop. Reiner. Inside it goes, Rosenquist, jumper, shot no good. And Dort will come away with the rebound. Uh, is that it? Is it official? Yes, no whistle and the defenders get the stop they need. And Dort survives here in an epic GPAC semifinal. What a game, 75 to 74. Dort will advance to their first ever GPAC postseason championship. It'll be here Tuesday night against Briar Cliff. The top two seeds advance. What a ball game. Dort holds on 75-74. We'll take a break, a three-minute timeout, come back with more from the DeWitt. Defenders win. Defenders win. Well, 
Both defender basketball teams advance into the GPAC championship. The defender women hold on for a 75-74 overtime win over Dakota Westland, getting their third win over the Tigers this season, the second in overtime fashion. What a ball game. As Dort advances, they will host Briarcliff Tuesday night, I believe. Game time's to be determined. The defenders will advance with a 28-2 record. Dakota Wesleyan now 22-8, but their season will continue at the national tournament. I'm pretty sure. Also, the Dort men victorious by one, 83-82 down in Sioux City. So the Dort men will advance to play in the GPAC Championship Tuesday night up in Jamestown, North Dakota. First time in program history that the defenders will... Uh, have both teams in the GPAC postseason championship. First postseason appearance in the title game for the Defender women as Dort wins it 75-74. to 74. Let's take a do a little bit of a recap. Dort trailed by one, 44-43 at the end of the third quarter. Take that back. They led 45-44, scored the first four points of the fourth quarter to go up 5, 49-44, but Dakota Wesleyan came back, came back to tied at 51. The teams traded baskets until with Dort up 55-53, a three-pointer by Dakota Wesleyan's Morgan Edelman made it a one-point Dakota Wesleyan lead, and they built up a six-point lead, 64-58, with about uh, 3.30 left to go. But the defenders rallied, closed the game on a 6-1 to run, Held Dakota Wesleyan scoreless over the final, what, three-plus minutes and uh, sent the game into overtime tied at 65. And the overtime period was back and forth. Both teams' offenses very efficient. They were trading buckets. And uh, Dort went up 75-74 and got a stop. Dort had the basketball, worked the shot clock down. They missed a three from the corner giving Dakota Wesleyan back the basketball with 10 seconds left. Dakota Wesleyan called timeout, had it on their end of the floor, and a drive down low. They got it inside, but able, unable to convert. Mayhem down low, lots of noise. Hard to hear if a whistle was blown, but in the end, Dort wins it by the final score, 75-74. to 74. Taking a look at the numbers for the game, Dakota Wesleyan, 29 of 60 from the floor for 48%. 6 of 14 from beyond the arc. A lot of those threes came in the second half. Matty Reiner had three. Morgan Edelman had a couple. So they were 43% from beyond the arc. 10 of 13 from the free throw line. Dort shot uh, worse from the field. 43%. 30 of 70. And they were 5 of 16 from beyond the arc. 10 of 16 from the free throw line. Dakota Wesleyan shot it better than the defenders this afternoon. Rebounding, Dort out-rebounded Dakota Wesleyan 40-34. Turnovers were even at 11. Individually, let's take a look at the individual scoring. Dakota Wesleyan, four players in double figures, led by Morgan Edelman with 16 points. Maddie Reiner contributed 15. 14 for Riley Rosenquist. 12 for Jada Campbell. Nine for Rin Ostis, four for Isabel Enan, and four for Lacey Sprackle. Dort was led this afternoon by Carly Gustafson, who had 16 points before fouling out early in the overtime period. 
Ten each for Bailey Beckman and Janie Sconoven. Nine for Macy Nielsen, Macy Sievers. Eight for Faith Van Holland. Seven for McKenna Klecker. And six for Hayden Hymanson. Rebounding, doored out, rebounded to Cutta Westland. 40-34, grabbing 15 offensive rebounds. Leading the way there was Carly Gustafson with nine. Seven for Macy Seavers. Dakota Wesleyan was led in rebounding by Maddie Reiner with nine, all on the defensive side. Reiner led Dakota Wesleyan with four assists, and uh, Macy Seavers led Dort with six assists. The numbers add up to a one-point Dort victory. 75-74 is the final as Dort advances to play in its first-ever GPAC postseason championship game. They will play Briarcliff on Tuesday night here at the DeWitt at a time to be determined. And we'll let uh, Coach Bill Harmson get his headset on here. I'll slide over, Coach. Coach, uh, what a win. Gutsy win for your uh, for your team. And uh, congratulations on the win. Uh, it wasn't easy. It's kind of the game that I expected Dakota Wesleyan to play and it to be, but uh, your squad shows a lot, showed a lot of grit, and uh, congratulations on the win. Hey, thank you, Matt. Um, a lot of grit, a lot of toughness. You know, when you uh, get to this point in the season, uh, you want to be playing some of your best basketball. And, and uh, uh, today, I thought at stretches we were awesome. And uh, then I thought there was a few other stretches where we weren't as good. And uh, when you're playing another great team, uh, they're going to they're gonna exploit that uh, when, you, when you're not playing. Uh, quite the way we should and and uh, I thought our team was very prepared and uh, man when we needed to stop uh, we got a stop when we uh, needed a big basket uh, we found somebody to get us a big basket and uh, so again I thought we grew up again today and uh, um, I still think this team has more growth to give you're uh, you're down 64-58, about three and a half minutes left to go in regulation. I think you used a timeout, and if you can remember that sequence, what was the message for your team in, in that timeout? You know, you had three and a half minutes, plenty yep. of time, obviously. What did yep. you tell your kids? Well, we just had to chop away at it, right? And, man, they got to the basket a couple times and missed a couple pretty, you know, easy looks, and we were able to come out of there with a the rebound, get in transition. And um, I think I, – I can't remember – Somebody, I think, was a Klecker hit a big three for yeah, us down Klecker here in that did. stretch, and and uh, so I mean, when 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 we were able to get it going, we were able to get in the open floor. We did some good things with that. Um, we also were down, I think it was 44 to 37, and then and then we went into yeah. the fourth quarter with a seven. We finished on like a 14-0 run to end the quarter, and then uh, it's just you know Dakota Wesley and so well coached, and they're such a tough team. It's so hard to maintain uh, just just that level of concentration and effort for the entire time just because it's just a nonstop war. And so for our, for our team, and yeah, we got some experience, but we also have some young kids that are playing some incredibly difficult roles for us. For them to be, you know, go through this, couldn't be prouder. Early in the overtime period, uh, Carly fouled out, and then a little bit later, Janie fouled out. So you're without uh, a five on the floor, but yep. you went small, and you know that didn't seem to bother too much. I know you want them out there, of course, but uh, your players adjusted. Well, Carly fouled out on a on a jump ball, 
And Janie fouled up with going straight up in the post. And uh, we, we lost two of our post players that way. And, uh, you know, and it went both ways, and I understand that. But, man, in a game like this, uh, those can't be. Uh, and, and so that's disappointing to me. But, again, we can't control that aspect. What we can control is how we respond to that. And I thought our women, uh, you know, going small with those five guards out there and, and having to guard Maddie Reiner, who's a first-team all-conference kid, I'm sure, and, and just that physicality. And, and we started switching on screens towards the end of the game. And, uh, man, <laughs> we... We just, we just scratched and clawed and fought, and, uh, man, we just did enough to be able to come out of here with a one-point win. By the numbers, one of the stats that sticks out in my mind, he out-rebounded Dakota Wesleyan by six, and of those 15 offensive rebounds, Dakota Wesleyan held the six. Mm -hmm. Those extra possessions beneficial in a, in a slugfest like this. Man, yeah, and points in the paint. You know, we got them in points in the paint, and, and uh, you know, having, having those extra rebounds and those extra opportunities, I think it happened time we had five and I think they had three um, you know so to hold them to three again in the second half was just I mean what an incredible effort and and we had you know I, I'm just gonna pick out Macy Nielsen you know defending a kid that's you know five inches taller and 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 got weight on her and boy she was just scrapping and clawing and 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 that's what this team needs to do um, in order to be successful so I was really happy with that effort offensively uh, Carly led the way with 16 points but scoring very balanced very spread out all eight players that played six mm. points or more you got to like the contributions you got from all eight of those players certainly and you know Carly's a big focal point and Janie's a big focal point and when you got a six five post um, it's really difficult to to, to maneuver around the basket because she just changes the game so much and um, and so uh, you know we had to find different ways to get the girls get get Carly and Janie the ball in space we did a better job of it in the second half with our ball screen action we were able to get uh, Carly and Janie loose on a couple pocket passes and going to the rim and uh, so we just had to move them a little bit more and uh, and I thought um, you know Macy and and, and Hayden and and uh, Klecker had one and Faith had a couple I thought they did an excellent job of finding that rolling post and we were able to score at the basket. So, um, again, just being able to – our, our team adjusted really well today. And, uh, you know, towards the end of the game, we changed how we were defending ball screens again. And, man, we just handled that so well. So just a lot of real positives that we're taking a look at this um, as we – you know, it's a quick turnaround again. Man, we got to – you know, we're thankful it's Sunday tomorrow, um, and we're thankful that we get to go to church, and we're thankful to have a day of rest, and then we can come back Monday and, uh, and get ourselves uh, primed and ready for a really good Briarcliff team. Briarcliff on Tuesday night, GPAC championship, and according to our records, I think this is the first defender team that has played for the GPAC yep. postseason title, so congratulations on that. And, you know, Tuesday night's going to be a fun one against a very good team, similar to, to – to Dakota Wesleyan in my eyes because they're pretty good defensively. They are very good defensively and they do a lot of different things defensively too and they have a number of offensive weapons that they can go to and, and run things through and, and and physically you know I think Dakota Wesleyan's a very physical team and, and I think Briar Cliff is right there with them and so it's going to be an, it's going to be a battle but we're just thankful that we get to uh, uh, prepare again that we get to spend time together again that we're exhausted I mean we're using every opportunity 
on our floor to play, which is really cool, and 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 to be awarded, you know, our administration and Ross did this, uh, you know, to get the bid for uh, hosting the national tournament those first two rounds. I mean, it's just such a blessing to be surrounded by, you know, such great people that that uh, that that want to see us continue, hopefully, on this level of success. Coach, congratulations on a great win, a hard-fought win. Enjoy the weekend, and then we'll talk to you again hey. before Tuesday night. Yeah, the, the, the Saturday or Sunday and Monday are going to go pretty fast, and here we'll be back and ready to go again on Tuesday. So that's that's a that's a great problem to have, Matt. Thank you. You bet, Coach Bill Harms, and talking about his uh, team's gutsy performance tonight, 75-74, a double overtime win for the defenders, and they will play Briarcliff in the GPAC postseason championship game on Tuesday night here at the DeWitt Gymnasium. Of course, earlier it was the defender men with a one-point win down in Sioux City, 83-82. Good job, Mike Biker and the defender men, Coach Brian Van Haften. Bryce Kopic with a jumper with two seconds left was the difference as uh, the defenders get the win, 83-82. They will head to Jamestown Tuesday night as Dort will play in a pair of GPAC championship games, women and men in basketball. A great day for defender basketball and defender athletics. That's going to do it. For tonight's, this afternoon's contest, Defender get a, defenders get a win, 75-74. Shout out to the Dort Media Network once again. Yes, I know, I screwed up. No replays again. I didn't talk about the replays, but, uh, man, I, I just got to keep my head, I guess. But you guys are awesome. Thank you so much and uh, for the broadcast, for the video production piece of this. And uh, Tuesday night, GPAC Championships, one in Jamestown, one here at the DeWitt. We're looking forward to that. This is Matt Eddy signing off. Welcome to the American State Bank Sports Complex. Let me show you around. So right now we're in the spacious head house of the complex. On my left here we have the concession stand. And then on my right here we have a seating area, whether that's for students, spectators, or fans to come and enjoy before and in between games. This is the moment you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Dome. In the Dome, we have a space available for two full-size softball fields. However, this space is also utilized by the football, baseball, and soccer teams, as well as for other various athletic events. So the Dome has impacted the softball team in a variety of ways. First, we used to practice during the winter months over in the rec center, but the limited space availability never really allowed us to hit our full potential, whereas in here, we can fit two full-size softball fields. We're also able to start games much earlier in the season. We have a range of equipment available here at the Dome, whether it's the batting cages, the soccer goals, or even a field goal available for the football team. It's a huge opportunity to have the space available to practice in the off-season, especially for our outdoor athletic teams. Another great thing about the American State Bank Sports Complex is that it's not just for door athletes. It's for the entire community, whether that's high school soccer leagues, open turf time, or even a space for intramurals. The American State Bank Sports Complex will change not only how we practice as door athletes, but also how we interact with the community as a whole. Thanks for letting me take you on a little tour. Hope you stop by soon.